Welcome to the Work Positive Podcast with your host, executive coach and culture architect, Dr. Joey Fawcett. Discover strategies and tactics that work positive as Dr. Joey talks with industry leaders who create a positive work culture that attracts top talent and reduces team turnover. Discover how you can create a work positive culture that increases productivity and profits. Here's your host, Dr. Joey. Hello, Work Positive Nation. So, you know, I'm kind of on a mission. I haven't declared a full-blown mission yet, but I'm kind of on a mission to change our thinking from talent recruitment to talent attraction. Now, what's the difference? Well, if you say you're recruiting me, uh, my defenses immediately go up. My prefrontal cortex turns into Kevlar, right? And and uh, that's my decision-making part of my brain. And I'm like, what are you trying to sell me? You know, why are you trying to recruit me? However, if you're attracting me to your company, then I'm going to look for those core values that align, the priorities that align, and an appreciation for the unique contribution I can bring to your company, right? Well, what if, let's say we as a company... Our work positive culture is such that we believe in talent attraction rather than talent recruitment. But what if we have blind spots in our talent attraction? What if uh, we have unconscious biases? I'm working on myself and our teams are working on themselves to become their best versions of themselves. But we all have unconscious biases, right? And what if that becomes a limiting factor to our company's ability to innovate and create, particularly in emerging technologies and in other fields? Today's guest is going to help us plow that tough field of understanding our unconscious bias and how we can overcome our unconscious bias or at least become aware of them and then diversify enough to magnify even more talent so that we're attracting better top talent, reducing our team turnover and creating that positive work culture that increases productivity and profits. I'm excited to welcome my friend today, Jean-Luc Charles, who is the senior, now senior director of people and culture at Eileen Fisher Incorporated. And you can go to EileenFisher.org and find out more about this amazing company. And Jean-Luc's going to tell us a little bit about that company too. Work Positive Nation, help me welcome my friend, now your friend, Jean-Luc Charles. Jean-Luc, welcome to Work Positive Podcast. Excellent. So great to be here. Uh, really great to be here with you this morning. And, you know, so happy for us to connect. We've, we've connected on a number of different occasions. So it's great to be with the Work Positive Nation and to think about this important issue that you're raising about how do we attract uh, people rather than uh, really recruiting again, really allowing something about the brand, something about the company, something about the culture to be uh, the place that somebody says, Hey, this is where I want to make my contribution. Mm. This is where I can really align with the values and the mission. This is where I see myself growing over the long term. Mm. Uh, We know that we're in this uh, space of the great resignation uh, and also the great regret at the same time. So as much as people are leaving organizations, they're also asking themselves, hey, did I leave too early? Could I have worked that through? And so this is a chaotic space 
uh, for organizations to really reflect around their own brand as an organization. And one of the things that blocks that from happening is when organizations are not aware of the biases that are systemic in the organization. And those biases could be cultural. Those biases could be indicative even from the talent connection, right? Who is featured on your website? Who do you speak to? The experience of the person going through uh, the building a relationship with the organization. So I think this is an important uh, topic and I'm looking forward to digging in and, and thinking through around how what organizations are doing, but the organizations who are really leading the way, what are they doing around eliminating workplace bias? Yeah, and that unconscious bias, okay? Because sometimes I know I'm biased and I just don't care enough to change, right? Uh, but other times I have an unconscious bias that's that's a real blind spot for me. So Jean-Luc, what are you at Eileen Fisher doing to attract top talent? Yeah. So, you know, we continue to work on our brand every day. We have some core values uh, that are really important to us and that, you know, we share uh, with people and we work really hard to care for our existing employees so that even as they transition, they're transitioning with a really positive experience from the organization itself. So we see it as as two ways, uh, because for us, the experience of the clothes, you know, there's a sense for us that the experience of the clothes is also part of how the relationships within the company are happening. And so we almost feel like you can feel, right, uh, you can feel the experience from within. And, um, you know, our customers say a lot about our clothes and, and, you know, how they feel wearing an Eileen Fisher piece. It's an amazing and wonderful experience. And we have very long term and loyal customers. And in the same way, we try to create that same sense of joy, that same sense of energy. So for us, for instance, around the area of unconscious bias, uh, we begin, as with anything, around awareness, developing that awareness uh, within the organization. So we have a diversity, equity, inclusion team. Um, We have a cultural calendar uh, where we're really trying to educate our community around the vast diversity of people that are coming into the workplace um, and really working to help people understand, look, some of these biases come from our own lenses. Some of them come from our location in our society. Mm. Some of them come from our own personal, right? Beliefs, our stories, Mm -hmm. habits, right? Our stories. And so how do we develop a awareness that as a human being, I am going to come in with some shortcuts, some biases, some Mm. ways for me to uh, deal with chaos, some ways for me to deal with complexity. And yet when I'm in the workplace, those biases, particularly those biases related to ethnicity and race and gender, Mm -hmm. those biases are going to have a huge impact on my ability to work well in teams, my ability to collaborate, my ability to really see people and to see the talent that they bring into any given situation. Mm -hmm. So to the degree that I begin with some awareness of that and I lower my own defense around that and I'm less defensive around the biases that I'm bringing to the picture, to the to the moment, that's mm-hmm. to the degree that I am able to then begin to take steps to face those biases. And that could be mitigating those biases. That could be inviting other people to 
to be part of something that I'm doing. That could be sharing openly and vulnerably around what are the biases that I'm bringing as a male into a situation? What are the biases that I'm bringing, um, you know, depending on my social economic location? What are the biases that I'm bringing from my race and my ethnicity? Mm, oh, absolutely. So there's got to be a way. And, and I'm, what I'm doing here, Jean-Luc, is pairing quite nicely with attracting top talent and reducing team turnover. Because let's say you attract me. Let's say that I find very attractive Eileen Fisher's uh, mission, right, to sustainable clothing and then to be concerned about the carbon imprint yes. and impact on the world, right? And I know at least two-thirds of Work Positive Nation leaned in and sat up and took notice when you said clothing twice right there. So you, you got to give us a fashion show before we're through here, or at least some, some indicator of what we could expect when we go to EileenFisher.org. But let's say the pairing there of the top talent and reducing team turnover, that seems key and critical to me because how you bring to my awareness my unconscious bias is going to determine how I stay in the company. So I'm going to be expecting the company to be consistent, to have integrity, to, to operate the way it says it's going to operate. But let's say that I discover an unconscious bias, because frankly, I think we all have right. an unconscious bias of some no. sort. How are you going to help bring that to my awareness and then help me, as you were talking about, mediate it or grow from it and learn from it? Yeah, you know, the issue around bias happens at so many levels in the sense that that awareness is both coming from what the company may be saying and doing as a whole. So as I right. shared, we have our diversity, equity and inclusion team. Um, where, and one of the components of that is an education component. We hold a cultural mm-hmm. calendar um, and mm-hmm. we use that calendar to really just educate our community around who's in our community, what's important to them, what right. are their values. But that awareness is also going to come through interaction. So for instance, you might be a store associate and uh, you're interacting with a client or you might be interacting with another store associate. And in that interaction, the information around somebody's experience with you is going to come forward. Um, So that may be a place where the awareness around bias comes in. And as a community, really thinking about, you know, what does it mean as a community uh, to think through all of those pieces. So, you know, for for us at Eileen Fisher, uh, our values are that we're authentic. We, you know, we thrive in our connection. We trust each other. Um, Mm. We innovate through creativity. We're committed to the health of the whole and we're united by purpose. So you can hear from our values that relationship Mm. connection and that dynamic is really important. And and so for us, that is going to be an avenue of how people uh, come to terms terms with their own bias and then the decisions that they make around that. So, you know, the framework that that we use is to do two things at the same time. And and this comes from Robert Keegan, but it's to offer challenge Hmm. and offer support. Uh, Hmm. So without challenge, people are stagnated. People stay in their bias and there isn't enough incentive uh, to do the hard work of facing your own story and dealing with the parts of those stories that are the underlying beliefs that then lead to action and behavior that is biased. But then also offering the adequate type of support that says, hey, this is a community and um, this is about moving forward as a 
community. Mm-hmm. And so inviting people into an experience of community that deepens their own sense of belonging such mm-hmm. that they're willing to work on those parts, particularly unconscious bias. So mm-hmm. that could be anything from raising awareness about things that are important to people of color, um, raising awareness of the differentiation of treatment, raising awareness around, you know, gender and sexual identity issues, Mm -hmm. raising that, you know, all of those awarenesses to understanding how might my particularity and my lens impact any of those things. Mm, Yeah, I love that. The challenge and support together, because so often it it seems to me that within company cultures, it's easy to become adversarial and just focus on the challenge part. You know, whether you're calling me a Karen or, you know, whatever uh, name or label you're hurling at me, that just doesn't seem to, to help me transform. And that's our goal. Right. So I love the supportive environment. You and I are both uh, John Luke Charles is my guest today here on on Work Positive Podcast. He's with Eileen Fisher Incorporated. If you want to go to EileenFisher.org, if you have an opportunity. Yeah, EileenFisher.com. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, .com. Okay. Mm -hmm. EileenFisher.com right now while we're talking. Uh, Feel free to to look at that while you're listening here. You and I both are certified executive coaches, so we understand that awareness is just the first part, right? We we then want to help the client, in this case, the team member, uh, choose some actions, right, that yeah. will bring into play that new awareness. And then, of course, the alignment between the action and the awareness is so important and then bring about uh, some accountability, personal accountability for the transformation. So somewhere between challenge and support is this process where awareness is raised. How do you, Jean-Luc, as a certified executive coach, work within the culture of Eileen Fisher to be able to help people make that connection to actions and to determine some accountability? Well, you know, we've built some structures as a company around the issue of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, So it's part of everyone's job description, Uh, just like our sustainability action around sustainability is part of everyone's job description. So we expect everyone to be attending regardless of the task and the strategy. So that creates a framework. Second, we, you know, we invite teams to have these conversations. Uh, It's part of a new uh, higher order orientation program. And then we offer anti-bias training and uh, we do programming around anti-racism training so that we're, we're actually giving people some very, very concrete steps. This isn't, you know, these are not the kinds of things that you can do easily or even on the cheap. They really require a commitment uh, to being the kind of organization where, where people are integrated regardless of their background. And they have equal access to opportunities within the company. So when we're talking about bias, unconscious or otherwise, we're really talking about our decision-making processes. We're talking about our results. We're talking about impact. So whether it's on an individual basis, you know, who are managers thinking about as their high performers and how are their biases involved in those decision-making to the outcomes that we look at and we measure as an organization. So we are paying attention, for instance, to our demographics. We're paying attention to our hiring. We're paying attention to our retention. We're paying attention uh, in our exit interviews. We're paying attention to who's progressing and how they're progressing by demographic Mm. to the organization. And that 
data is a data point, but to turn it into insight then requires the kinds of conversations we need to have as an organization. So... So then that's part of, you know, that's part of thinking about your culture. That's part of measuring your culture. That's part of, you know, just being aware. How do all those things dovetail around culture? Well, and the thing I like is so often companies will state a mission or a set of core values and they, they make a nice, you know, painting on the wall or statement. on the wall. But you guys have really integrated it into professional and personal development plans for your employees. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so our our values are also attached to a set of behaviors uh, that we say, here's what this value looks like when it's being manifested. So, and everyone has access to that. It's part of our, again, our new hire orientation. When we do our uh, development process, we include and uh, we structure that as part of the conversation between manager and employee. So talk to me about sustainability. Talk to me about uh, how you've leaned in into our values around diversity, equity, inclusion this year. What have you done? How have you educated yourself? What are the steps that you've taken? Uh, Because that's going to impact. So to the degree that it's an organization, we can be fluent. And the fluency is in our relationships with each other around these issues. And we are able to, in a relaxed manner, engage in conversation and communication. That's to the degree that that's going to show up in our clothes. That's the degree that that's going to show up in our outreach. Uh, that's the to the degree that that's going to show up organically to our customers. I love it. I love it. The KPIs are based on the behavior supported by the values, which leads to innovation and creativity, which makes for a better product, but also better marketing and and greater customer base. Sure. It's it's, it's all connected. Yeah, it is. So the positive work culture increases productivity and profits is what is exactly what you're saying. And what are some of the challenges that you're facing, Jean-Luc? Well, you know, I think the challenges ran the gamut from individual challenges. So there are uh, persons for whom this conversation around race is very uncomfortable. And and so, you know, because it's uncomfortable and we tend to shy away from the discomfort, uh, you know, there's some people who feel like, well, that's not a conversation I want to have in the workplace. It is exactly <laughs> the conversation we need to have in the workplace. Oh, it's exactly um, the one. Where else are you going to have right. it, Luke, if you don't have it right you know, there, right? The impact of these biases are real and they affect the ability to have a work positive culture. And ultimately they affect the company's ability to compete and to have an impact in the world. Uh, For our organization in particular, you know, this is a company and and we're founder led. Uh, This Mm. is a company that wants to make an impact in the world. So, you know, we want to be a force for good. So when you have that as a kind of, (laughs) (laughs) you have an additional burden of really aligning yourself. And so then there are issues around our structures that we have to face. So there's the individual level, there's the structural level, um, there's the support mechanisms too. What is the support that we're giving uh, to our leaders to be able to engage themselves and their teams around that? So it's very complicated work, you know, and it, it requires where, you know, we're gladly supported by, by some good professionals and some key external partners. But I would say to anyone, this is not work that you can undergo without key 
partnerships. Yeah, exactly. And so often uh, you've seen it as have I. Someone internally will try to begin this process because it is mammoth, right? Yes. And and just get overwhelmed by it and say, hey, this just is not worth it. But we spend 70%, to your point, we spend 70% of our waking hours at work. Mm. So if we're not having these conversations as difficult as they may be, if we're not having them at work, where are we going to have them? Right, right. That's right. That's right. So, you know, our, our work space uh, is, is not just for me, it's not just a, a place to do tasks. It's also there's a component, right? There's an internal component, uh, a connection to something bigger than ourselves. Um, there's a manifestation of some bigger part. And so it makes sense to engage, uh, you know, at work around those things that are challenging. And, and that is part of of turning our culture. Now, you know, we're really fortunate at Eileen Fisher um, that that is part of our brand. You know, we're known (laughs) as a company uh, that, you know, that has moments of silence before we begin meetings. We're known as a company um, that really spends time thinking about wellness and well-being. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not true of every culture, but wherever you are, whether you're an individual contributor or you're a a team leader, you can create that work positive, you know, and And that does begin with understanding yourself, understanding your own biases, and then gently, if need so, and forcefully, if not, raising that and really elevating the conversation. Mm. Jean-Luc Charles is the Senior Director of People and Culture at Eileen Fisher. Go there now. they got some great pictures of the clothing, by the way. I've just got to say that's that's wonderful, EileenFisher.com. And to your point, man, what what a huge asset it is to have a founder who is so uh, not not just all about clothing, but who is so insistent on creating a culture that supports personal development as well as professional development and sustainability for the this planet Earth. So that's amazing. John, look, based on your experience, what's one thing Work Positive Nation can do starting today to really transform their work culture into the kind of work culture that you're enjoying there at Eileen Fisher? That's a great question. You know, if I were to keep it in the angle of a bias, I would say the one thing that somebody can do today is to start with that awareness piece. You know, there there is getting yourself comfortable with that awareness and leaning into that discomfort will do wonders for your organization because to the degree that you are comfortable in the space of discomfort around unconscious and conscious bias, that's the degree that you're going to be influential to others. You really give other people permission when you yourself begin. So I would say, Hey, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, <laughs> learn about your own bias in whatever the dimension it may be. And, and that's an invitation. That'll be an invitation to other people. Uh, that's amazing. I'm fond of saying, Jean-Luc, that growth lies just beyond the edge of our comfort zones. That's right. That's so, right. That's uh, right. So uh, deliberately make yourself uncomfortable today, Work Positive Nation. Yes. <laughs> just seek out those opportunities. Yes. Into Charles, it today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jean-Luc Charles is the Senior Director of People and Culture at Eileen Fisher. Go to EileenFisher.com right now. Not only will you see uh, his smiling face there, but there's also a free book that we can yes. download. 
download at EileenFisher.com, correct? That's right. Well, we want to invite you as you uh, peruse the website uh, to shop for the great clothes, but also to go behind the label and uh, look at our sustainability page, uh, look at what we're doing around our care for this planet and our invitation to all of us really to really be conscious about carbon and to, to be conscious about our impact on the planet. Uh, there's a book on uh, carbon, carbon almanac book, a free ebook that you can download. There's other things that you can be doing uh, to really um, raise your own awareness around this very important issue that affects all of us. Mm. So EileenFisher.com is about more than clothing. You can go there and know that you buy with the assurance that these products have been made with sustainability in mind. Uh, and you can get that free ebook, The Carbon Almanac. And you can also know that guys like Jean-Luc and, and lots of other amazing people are investing themselves in each other to create a work positive company culture. Jean-Luc, I've learned so much from you today as I do each time that I'm with you. I just counted an immense privilege to spend uh, these 30 minutes with you today. And I know Work Positive Nation does too. Thank you so much for the gift of you and your time and wisdom today. Fantastic. And thank you. Good to be with you again. Thank you for listening to the Work Positive Podcast with your host, executive coach and culture architect, Dr. Joey Fawcett. Please share this podcast with your friends who are small business leaders so they can create a positive work culture that increases their productivity and profits. Get your free 15-point work positive checklist to help you attract top talent and reduce team turnover. Download this checklist at workpositive.today slash checklist. Remember, it pays to work positive.